Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. Boy, oh boy, 1-0 loss to Almeria. Really just not what I wanted to see today. I didn't even make a video after the Manchester United game because I was so downtrodden and also kind of caught up in the emotions of, you know, all over Barca, social media, Xavi out, we need more patience. Uh, you know, players like Lewandowski need to play better. Uh, what do you expect with Pedri and Dembele gone? You know, Xavi had a good start to the game. We we won that first half against Manchester United, but Eric Ten Hag just outmaneuvered us in the second half, and Xavi was late. I was caught up in all of this, and I was hoping we'll come against Almeria. We'll get a nice little W. You know, I'll think about it. I'll talk more, make a video about kind of Xavi, how this season has gone so far, and what we want to see. And then, boom, it was like I was in a hot tub time machine, and we got transported back two years because it really did feel an awful lot like Komen Ball today with just so many crosses into the box that weren't really going anywhere. Uh, poor performances by almost every single player. I think the only silver lining, and again, this is grading on a hell of a curve here, but Ferran Torres did look... Uh, better today and he has looked like he's slowly improving over time but just a, an absolute awful game I mean seeing Ronald Araujo and Marcus Alonso substituted on in the last 20-ish minutes of the game and seeing them kind of play as like a, a cross and a receiver in the box and Araujo trying to get on the end of every cross really just just showed me that this team is not ready and I think there was some glimpse over the last month you know I do feel like we're this Barca fandom who've kind of been uh, overhyped on this team because we're, you know, seven, eight points ahead in La Liga at times. We've only allowed, you know, less than 10 goals in La Liga so far. But, you know, all the losses in Europe, even before Manchester United in the Champions League, should have given us a little heads up that, you know, Ter Stegen's so, many, so, so uh, few goals allowed compared to his to compared to his expected goals allowed and then you should have given us some sight that things might return to the mean and then you just take a look right and there was that period in late January you know after right around when Dembele was out where we were winning 1-0 against you know Getafe, Girona, uh, Villarreal and we were all sitting there like wow these are the games you have to win to win the league when really it, it exposed an underlying crack that our offensive creativity was really dead without Dembele uh, but we still kept it alive because we had Pedri and Gavi firing uh, and then Busquets goes down and then Pedri's out. And now you're left just seeing that, you know, this whole four man midfield system without Pedri and Dembele really just doesn't have the juice in it to allow us to continue to win. Uh, and it just came in the most embarrassing fashion possible today against an Almeria team who... Uh, I think this is their first ever win against Barca. They just allowed six goals against Girona uh, last weekend, and we weren't able to score one. I think we went like 65 minutes without even a shot on goal. Uh, and, and it was just a future performance in the worst possible time, right? Because I think what we're all very worried about is just the possibility of an avalanche of a season. Use, uh, my old friend Use, he gave me a message talking about how, you know, after every European leg, when we get knocked out, we tend to, to really do poorly in La Liga. And this was just another example, right? Last year after Frankfurt, when Eric Garcia had that uh, penalty, you know, we lost against Cadiz right away. And then today, again, just an awful loss. And I think first and foremost, as many fans are very upset, you got to look at Robert Lewandowski. You got to look at how poor he's been performing lately. You have to see that he's, you know, he's not doing either of the things that, you know, you'd hope you'd hope he'd do one of the two things. Well, he's not. He's not scoring goals right now, right? He's hardly in the box. There is, you know, a lot of talk. And I think some of it's valid about how much 
is is he getting balls delivered to him in the box? And it's not much, right? Especially without Dembele. You know, Rafinha has been hit or miss in his ability to get the ball deep to uh, Lewandowski. And then on the other hand, you know, okay, Lewandowski's not scoring. We know he has some abilities in build-up play. But then you take a look at, you know, he's on the left wing sometimes. Sometimes he's in midfield trying to draw the ball forward. And you, you look back at that Manchester United pre-match video I did, and really what I was looking to see was, you know, would... Lewandowski be able to be the man to deliver the victory in either of those legs. He got a penalty that he scored, but not much else besides that. And so he's hit the absolute worst run of form at the worst time possible. Uh, and then, you know, there's some other things we have to criticize, right? I mean, the idea of playing a high defensive line against a team like Almeria that's going to hit us on the counter when we're playing because of rotations, we're playing, you know, Sergio Roberto, Jordi Alba, Eric Garcia as a back line, along with Busquets in midfield. I mean, that just set up right there gives us all the PTSD of the old days and of a defensive line that is not one that's going to be able to keep out some goals. And so I do wonder, you know, rotating Alonso in that first leg against Man U, uh, rotating here, Araujo and Kunde, right? Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, and Balde. I mean, certainly I understand the need that Kunde hasn't been playing as well as he needs to be since the World Cup, but for him to uh, rest him along with Araujo, along with Balde, and just sub out, you know, almost all of our good back line in, in a game that could have put us 10 points ahead in the league, right, with this big Real Madrid draw in the uh, Madrid derby yesterday is very disappointing. You know, Gavi himself, right, again, picks up another yellow card today. He's going to be suspended against the game against, you know, in the game of uh, Barca against Valencia next week in La Liga. And he, he got that yellow the first uh, leg of the Man U game, knowing he would be out the second. He got a yellow today, knowing he'd be out next game. Uh, and today it wasn't even like a tactical foul like it was against Man U. Today he was simply pissed off at the ref and kind of gave him some talk, some smack talk that, you know, got him a yellow. And so we really need him to kind of you know, keep his head screwed on well and, and figure out how to avoid just all these fouls. I think on the broadcast they said Gavi's the player who's fouled the most uh, opposition in La Liga this season, and that can't continue if you're not going to be smart about it and you're picking up yellows, right? This is no Casemiro here who's avoiding a lot of suspensions. This is now two suspensions within two weeks that are going to cost us, right, with the, with the poor form we're exhibiting. And so I think we're all really frustrated, right? We're just afraid of this avalanche. We come against Real Madrid in El Clasico in the first leg of the Copa del Rey on Thursday. And, you know, we've lost against Man U. We've lost against Almeria today. If we lose against Real Madrid midweek, I really think it's going to cause a cascading avalanche of negativity and... Uh, it's going to cost us the league possibly, right? And so, you know, when you think about, as I talked about earlier in the video, kind of Xavi, where we sit with him, I think people are way too reactionary about Xavi out. They, you know, they give time for players like Frankie de Jong and Balde to improve, to grow, you know, a little bit separate track there. But, you know, we, we give people the time to improve because we understand that this is a team with a work in progress and one that doesn't have the money like Chelsea to spend $600 million across two transfer windows. And with Xavi, we need to give him time too. But it's clear his substitutions and reactions to other coaches is, is too slow right now. Uh, and it's also clear his ideas to rotate players is just too much, right? I felt like subbing out all of those three main defenders in this game was that was a mistake and then you know to put Araujo on and Alonso on at the end to play as like a, a a point guard in the center to try and get you know goals in the box just really didn't work out well I know we're a bit screwed here because especially the last 25 minutes Almeria were really playing 10 men behind the ball and so there wasn't a lot of ability to create through the middle or create on the wings and so we, you know we we kind of had to resort to that but still 
you you look at Rafinha, just not on his game tonight. Uh, it's a continuing trend, kind of with like with Lewandowski, right? Rafinha's had some good goal contributions at the end of games that have been big for us, but overall his ability to put together a full 45 or 90 minutes where he's playing to the level that we need for his price tag is not there. Baron Torres, again, he's doing better. I want to support him, especially when he came out talking about some of the mental health issues he's having, but for the price tag he's on, he's just not there. Sergio Roberto just should not be a starter for us, right? Especially in a, in, a, in that four-man midfield like against Manchester United. Just too many back passes. Uh, Kessier, uh, you know, again, we're, we're just grading on a curve with a lot of these players is, is my main issue is that it just feels so disjointed, especially today, where it feels like a bunch of individuals playing together, not really playing as a team, like we've seen kind of at the height of how Xavi uh, ball has, has emerged, right? When you think about the Supercopa final against Real Madrid, when you think about some of these standout performances, it's just as players get injured and I don't know, as their mentality gets down, I just haven't seen from Xavi his ability to kind of inspire them and get them to move, right? I was hoping at halftime we could see Xavi make some impactful substitutions, you know, get a pep talk to the team to get them to try harder. But you just saw in the first and second half, a lot of just standing around, not very much movement, uh, you know, uh, just uh, it seemed like a lack of interest. And you, you think about the people who were defending Xavi a lot for the Europa League loss, saying, you know, partially, hey, Xavi doesn't care about the Europa League. His focus is on, on La Liga and the Copa del Rey. Well, today's a big La Liga game to go 10 points up. And if this is what, you know, focus on the league looks like, it's just not going to be good enough for us in the long term. But... You know, saying that, I mean, there's still a chance for us to turn it around, right? Almost all these games we're complaining about, uh, they have involved Pedri and or Dembele being out. We can't solve that immediately, but they will be back in three to four weeks. Uh, and at the same time, right, most of these games involve us playing, you know, a uh, 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 not op not. Most of these games involve us playing, you know, a subpar lineup. So if we go against Real Madrid in the, in the Clasico Copa del Rey midweek, we pull off a W. As easy as this thing could slide with a loss, it could also turn around with a W here, right? Uh, Madrid are still competing in Champions League. They have more games than us, along with the semifinals in La Liga. And so, you know, we're going to get more rest than them. We have more than half of the season is done. So we don't have that many games left. And, you know, we still do hang on to this lead, seven points, I believe. And so let's just try and support the team. Let's hope that, like we saw with Balde and we see with other young players, hopefully Pablo Torre is next. We hope that Xavi just continues to figure out how to improve because, you know, if we slide down here at the end of the season, it's going to be really, really brutal. And so I'm hoping it's not that way, guys. Let me know in the comments what you think. And if you're, you know, feeling optimistic that we can turn it around or you're just down in the dumps. Either way, let's talk about it. Thank you all.